sponsored by the Ken Garf Nissan Honda and Volkswagen dealerships on University Parkway. Welcome to Lavelle Edwards Stadium and the President's Loge for BYU football with Kalani Setake. We are on KSL News Radio, the IMG Sports Network, and on BYU Football Facebook Live. You can hear us, you can see us, and finally, after a few weeks away here at the stadium, you can watch the BYU Cougars as they take on. It'll be Southern Utah this Saturday afternoon. Welcome to our wow, our tenth show of the season. We've hit double digits with Kalani, and uh, Man. Only, only three shows left in the year. I'm Greg Grubel. This is Mark Lyons, and this is the head coach, of the Cougars, Kalani Sitake. Kalani, good to see you again. And uh, before we get too much further into the show, uh, let's introduce some special folks that uh, belong to your family that are with us here at the program tonight. Yeah, I got my little brother, Ty, over here visiting from uh, Sydney, Australia, with his girlfriend, Charlie, and then, uh, you know, my brother and my dad are here, too, so my other brother, TJ, I have a lot of brothers, there's seven boys, and so... um, yeah, he's he's just from Salt Lake City, so yeah. all the way down, yeah. And then my dad from Orem, so yeah. yeah. I'm just glad they're here. So we get TJ and Tom, and then the folks from down under. Yeah, thanks yes. for coming. Good to have you with us. <laughs> and it's good to be back here for the for the month of November. Really, we're going to be here at home for the final three games. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I mean, having six games away in the first nine uh, was was a, a bit uh, you know hard, especially having three of them be in the east eastern time zone. But I'm uh, just proud of the way the, play, the guy, the players, and the, and the team um, adapted and, and played the games and competed. And so it's been a lot of fun. But re- we were really looking forward to uh, being back home uh, on the return from Cincinnati. The players kept talking about how, how excited they were to be here uh, for the last three games. And um, it's a wonderful setting, and we have the best fans, so we're excited to do it. Yeah, it's great that you got three, the last three at home. So you don't have to play somebody on the other team's senior night on the road. See, that's a good deal. That is, yeah. Yeah, you might not have <laughs> thought of that. Hey, uh, Cincinnati was great, uh, and I liked what they said on their uh, uh, the final game book. It was talking about the weather, and it said, Abundant Sunshine. It was a great day for a football game, wasn't it? It was, and... and um I mean, we were prepared for everything, and I think the uh, defensive coordinator in me want, always wants bad weather. <laughs> but, um, you know, thinking about the fans and, and uh, wanting what's best for them, I, I think the, the, the weather was perfect, and, and we had a lot of fans, a lot of representation out there, and great support. I mean, even after the game, hearing from Cincinnati players saying, I mean, this, this, this is unbelievable, the, all the fans that are here. And um, that's, that's what you get from BYU. You know, we, we have fan support everywhere, and we've been, been able to see that. Uh, no matter how far the distance that we, we played at, uh, p- fans show up and they support, and, and our players just really appreciate it. And, and um, you know, they're, they're still in, engaged and interacting with the fans quite a bit before and after the game. BYU defeated Cincinnati by a score of 20-3 to on Saturday. As you uh, flew back and maybe as a staff got together to kind of uh, put that one to bed, what do you think will be the one thing that stood out most about that particular game day and uh, setting you up for the rest of the season here? Um, I think just we got stronger again towards the end of the, of the game, and, and you can see that we started to own the line of scrimmage. I, I said that before in last week's show that that was important for us to own the line of scrimmage. And um, once we started settling in, we're a bit rusty. I don't know if it's coming off of the uh, the, the bye and um, just the time of 16 days that we haven't played, you know. So um, as soon as we were able to just stay with it and stay the course and what in our game plan and just own the clock, I think I think you can sense that we were taking over the game and. Um, it's just nice to be in control towards the end and not have it rely on a kick uh, field goal or anything like that or Hail Mary or anything like that. So it was nice. Um, <laughs> now, you know, we'd like to put games away earlier, but I, I just think that uh, 
just the way that it all worked out defensively. They, we struggled in the first series. You know, they made some great passes and um, be able to hold them to three points after that that drive uh, was impressive. And I thought Coach Tuyaki and the group did a great job. The defense tackled well, and it was it was a good game plan on all all three phases. Probably the biggest part of the game that went your way was the fact that you deferred when you won the coin toss because you ended up with the last possession in the first half. Well, so to speak, 44 seconds left, mm-hmm. and you got the touchdown. And then you start the second half with the football. So it went from three to three, and then at the end of the first half, you score a touchdown, 10-3, and then you get the ball to start the third quarter, and you score again, and it goes from three to three in a hurry to 17-3. to three. Yeah, and what we need to do is do it from the beginning. Yeah. And so <laughs> score touchdowns from the beginning. But, yeah, I, I think that uh, um, you can give a lot of credit to, to Taysom and the boys and, and – um, you know, I think the line when we established the run game started getting knocked back on the line of scrimmage, and then it was able to open up a lot of things. I mean, you saw the flea flicker. Once they started um, respecting the run a little bit more, uh, we were able to uh, capitalize on it, and, and um, that's what you saw from that big play. And having Jamal back, uh, it's kind of a big deal too, isn't it? Yeah, and, and you know he struggled with this with this um, injury, and, and um, he wants to play every down. Trust me, he he does, but. Uh, he, he hasn't been 100% for a long time, so we're trying to get him back. And, and uh, even in that game, it's just set him back a little bit. But hopefully in the next uh, 48 hours, we'll be able to get it all, all squared away and, and uh, you know perform for the home fans. Now, now, you have an FCS opponent this Saturday, but in, as I talked with uh, two-year coordinators, Ty and, and E, on Monday during our radio show, uh, it'd be nice, I guess, to get some different guys uh, in and get some more snaps. But you're not going in with the intent of saying, well, we've got to rest Jamal or we've got to rest Taysom. You want these guys to play and and keep it competitive you'd like to send that impression to your guys have them treat it like any other opponent that said it does offer you a bit of an opportunity to get some guys uh in that haven't been in and, and hopefully maybe not as heavy a load for some other dudes that may be a little banged up right well the mindset is to win the game and and um you know so we have, we have to start with our guys and we have to plan on playing them the entire game and if things look great on our end and then awesome but you, you watch them playing uh, the first game against Utah, they, they they hung in there. You know, it was a close game, and I mean, the score ended up being 24-0. But if you watch that game, it was it was competitive from the very beginning, and it's maybe three nothing approaching halftime. It yeah, felt like, yeah, yeah. And then at, even at the end, uh, Utah had their their first string guys even towards the end. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, for us to to establish. Uh, uh, our presence right away is going to be really important, but we have to respect that uh, Ed Lamb did a great job there as a head coach, and uh, you know he he was able to um, really um, develop a lot of young men there that have a chip on their shoulder, and, and they he want to show. He put guys that. into the NFL from there. Down he did, yeah, he did, and he did a great job. I wish he wouldn't have done such a great job, <laughs> but um, you know that that's uh, that's what Ed's done, and, and Coach Guilford they've done an amazing job down there in Cedar City, and. There's a lot of connections. We have a lot of. Yeah. Uh, we're really familiar with that with, with that school. I coached there for two years, and and two, I coached Tuyaki there. You yeah. know, so. Um, but when it comes down to it, the game's about the players on the field, and we're gonna put them in the best position to, to have success, and then and see what happens from there. But the plan is to win the game from the beginning and to play our best guys, and um, and, and that's we as as we go through the, the game, we'll, we'll we'll adjust if we need to, but uh, we'll have to do. We're planning their best to get their best shot, just like they gave you. Utah. And this is something that Ed really um, on on that that schedule. He circled these two games when he was the head coach as, as the games that make a make an impact and make an impression. And so uh, we need to make sure that doesn't happen. 
Uh, Coach, if I could ask you a, really a tough question because I'm going to try and get you to get into Coach Tuberville's head because in that game there were some really curious situations that ended up. They opened up with 13 passes in the first quarter, mm-hmm. and their first drive was pretty successful. They did a good job. But in the rest of the game, they only threw 19 more passes in the entire rest of the game. They went to kind of a rush. Now, on that 13th pass, that was the one McChesney intercepted. Mm-hmm. Do you have any logic or what you thought might have been going on in their minds that uh, they went to more of a run attack the rest of the football game? Well, if you look at the, at the games, there should have been more picks and more turnovers. Um, uh, Troy dropped one, and I give him a hard time about it. Yeah. On that first drive, he <laughs> dropped one. I think he landed on his back. And yeah, it, it, popped out. Yeah, popped the ball out. And then even later, there was one that um, I think Kai had a good beat on the ball, and, and Troy knocked it out and got a uh, you know a pass breakup, but Kai would have picked it. And so that kind of stuff just scares offensive coordinators, and they scare uh, quarterbacks altogether. And so um, I, I think if they would have kept throwing it, I think our defensive backs had a good beat on on coverage. And, and um, I think in the, in the first drive, they made some really great throws, uh, you know, to the sideline and uh, where the where the receiver was able to get one foot in the yeah, inbounds. Yeah. And so those are difficult to do. There were there weren't a lot of passing lanes if you watch the game and see and, and study and evaluate it. There weren't a lot of passing lanes. And so maybe that's the reason. I don't know. I, I they could have thrown it, and I think we would have planned on getting more interceptions and more big plays for our, our defense. So that was your tough question, Mark? That was it. Well, that I, was a tough I had question. another one, yeah. Okay. But, uh, you have another one? He's saving that for later. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to get it later. All right, we'll ponder that as we head to break. Uh, fans, so when you shop at Smith's, getting more for your money is simpler than you might think, and you'll earn fuel points to help you save at the pump. Low prices, market fresh at Smith's. We're live here at the President's Lowe's here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Great BYU fans with us, and we are on the New Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network for BYU football with Kalani Sitake. We're back. Right after this. Fans are brought to you by the Ken Garf Nissan, Honda, and Volkswagen dealerships on University Parkway, where they love the sounds of Cougar wins and the voices of satisfied customers. And this is BYU Football with Kalani Setake on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network and BYU Football's Facebook Live. Welcome back, Greg and Mark and the coach. Diane Lake will be with us in the next segment as we talk with Diane for a couple of segments. We're getting ready for BYU and SUU. And Coach Setake, your next win will put BYU at uh, six on the year. And as you all know, that's bowl eligibility. And that would be 12 consecutive years in the postseason for BYU, and uh, I hope that people appreciate that kind of streak. I know that you do uh, appreciate what Coach Mendenhall did with that team uh, and this program in the years before you arrived. Uh, how important would it be to, to get that streak to number 12? Really important, and, and we talked about embracing a lot of things that Coach Mendenhall uh, established here and before, you know, when I got the job, and um, there were some really great things that Coach Mendenhall and his staff did, and, and we want to continue that tradition, one of them being going to bowl games. you know. So um, I think we should expect to go to bowl games every year, and, and our fans expect it. And so um, we're one game away from doing it and, and at home, so let's, let's, let's get the streak going. And just really appreciate what Coach Mendenhall has done here and just want to build on the foundation that he said already. Now, the bowl game is going to be an important game. You're going to have a, probably a pretty good opponent. And, uh, and in that situation, these next three games, do they come like preseason games that you normally would have started the year in preparation for the bowl game? No, I mean, I, I'm looking at it as just we, we need to win games, and uh, I'm not really thinking about the bowl game even. You know, we're just thinking about this one game and getting bowl eligibility and then and then seeing who's next. And You, you always want to get better each week, right? That's, yeah, that's You're already the focus. saying there. You're already there. Yeah, and, and you can't make bowl preparations until you actually get the game. And so 
um, I think it would just make it a lot easier if we want to get the game now and, and plan ahead, you know, plan a, a week earlier or whatever and, and just get it done. So I think it's taboo to make plans when you haven't actually done it yet. You know, it's like um, buying a, an engagement ring before I even date anybody. So... Um, <laughs> I didn't do that, by the way. That was not your philosophy. No. Well, there's two ways to think about it. It's like, okay, I'm going to get this done, right? It's goal but, setting. Yeah, goal, goal <laughs> setting. But then there's, um, I don't know. I just think that, uh, you know, let's just let's just enjoy the season and enjoy the moment, and and that we're at home and we have a chance to win six games and then go from there. And Mark's trying to jump ahead. You know, he's not very patient right no, now. No, no. I'm talking about <laughs> now. I'm talking about now. You want to be better now? <laughs> we do. Yeah. But I mean, that, that it it'll get better, and, and so hopefully we can improve from last week to this week and then uh you know we we, had, we were we talked about it before we were able to see our uh, backup guys play that last drive and it was huge for them they can't they can't simulate those reps and that drive even though um cincinnati marched down and 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 were get some, get some yards and get into you know close range of scoring um they were able to get the stop and get you know force a fourth down and, and get the stop there and it was huge for the their progression and their development. So, um, you know, looking at stats doesn't really matter when you can get some experience, and and that was huge for us in that game. But, um, you know, with McChesney going down, we're going to need people to step up at at the cornerback position. So others will – we have a lot of guys that can play, and some of them just waiting for their turn. And whether it's injury or um, the result of a game, we we need to make sure to provide those opportunities for those guys. And Austin is done for the year, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's unfortunate. And he was – Starting to play really well, but I mean, you remember he he's been he's been in and out of the lineup mm-hmm. and playing in the rotation quite a bit, and um, I mean you know he, he's done great things for us. I was excited that he got his uh, his first pick against mm-hmm. in the Cincinnati game, and then just really unfortunate that he got hurt. So uh, part of the secondary group that will uh, deal without to Austin uh, includes Diane Lake, and not too often we get freshmen here on the program. Now he's a redshirt freshman, but he is our player guest tonight. As we head to break, Kalani, what would you like to say about uh, Diane Lake as we get ready to bring him on for the next? Couple of seconds. Oh, Diane's a great, uh, great teammate. He's exactly what you want in, in this program. Um, you know, it's not like we're just handed him the starting position. He earned it, and um, coming in and just um, relishing every role that he had, no matter what it was. And he's always trying to help the team out. I mean, even today he was trying to help out on the scout team, special teams. I had to kind of reel him back and <laughs> say, "You're a starting corner." I like the, I like the attitude, but you earned the starting spot, you know. And, and but he, that's how he is. He's a He's uh, um, always about others and always about helping the team, and he's exactly what you need at that position, and he just works extremely hard. And so um, what a great example for the other players, especially coming from a freshman, and uh, for him to just buy into what we've asked him to do. It's not easy when you have a new coach coming in and some new techniques, and he's bought into it and bought into the technique that we're teaching him and the scheme that we're teaching him. And and uh, Coach Guilford has been really pleased with him. I know Coach Tuyaki is as well, and Coach Lamb. So as a head coach, I just love having him on the team, and, and uh, he's the kind of guys that we that we need more of. We'll get to know Diane Lake coming up after this. Fans, Bam Bam's Barbecue is authentic Central Texas right here in Utah County. Bam Bam's does barbecue the right way, low and slow. Bam Bam's located at 1708 South State Street, Norman, soon to be in Spanish Fork. This is BYU Football with Kalani Satake, brought to you by Ken Garf, Nissan, Honda, Volkswagen, and University Parkway. You're tuned to BYU Football with Kalani Satake. This is off a tackler. Stays on his feet. He's going to go. Touchdown. Now let's rejoin Greg Rubel. The throw is right. Tipped up and picked. The Cougars have it. And down the side. 
Lincoln. 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, and touchdown, Diane Lake! Welcome back to Lavelle Edwards Stadium's President's Loge and BYU football with Kalani Satake on the new Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network, KSL News Radio, and BYU Football Facebook Live. And that was a pick six from Diane Lake, one of two interceptions this year for the redshirt freshman. Welcome to the program, Diane Lake, everybody. Greg Grubel with Mark Lyons, Kalani Satake, and Diane. And let's, uh, first of all, uh, your name has been probably said many different ways. Your first name, that is. Oh, my goodness, yes. What is, <laughs> what is the 100% perfect, legitimate way to say your first name? Okay, the way I tell people to say it is just like Ryan with a D. So take out the R, Diane. Yeah. So, Nation, everyone, dying. Ryan with the D, dying. <laughs> uh, you are, it says, uh, a native of Liberia. Yes. Let's go deep into your background and uh, your family uh, situation and what brought you from that to where you are now. Well, it started with my dad, first of all. There was a war going on like 2001 uh, with Charles Taylor in Liberia. And so my dad was already at BYU Hawaii by then. He was on a soccer scholarship. And the church helped him out, get out there and uh, pursue his dreams that he wanted to pursue in soccer. And uh, when he found out the war was going on, he helped me and my older sister, Yasa, uh, like find money. And the church helped him, of course, at BYU Hawaii. So they helped find money and get us uh, out of this country, first of all. That was the main part, get us, get us out of there so he can focus on soccer. And once we got out of there, uh, they and us, uh, we came to Ogden where he, my dad met his, my mom. And they were at BYU Hawaii at first, but they met my mom. We met my mom in uh, South Ogden. And that's where it all started in South Ogden. It was like new for me and stuff, me and my sister. But, uh, you know, got the hang of it. What <laughs> the United States all about. First, it's a nice place here. No wars going on. Like, we're safe, first of all. So we're happy, of course. And just coming home to my mom we never really met, or my stepmom now, uh, Jenny Lake, who is uh, our savior, first of all, by taking us, me and my sister, in her hand hmm. and treating us like we're her own. And, like, I love her for that, of course. And so just she did everything for us when my dad was working and we didn't have a lot of money back then so uh when he was he was working she was always taking care of us uh, i started kindergarten she put us in school and then she's like well, these guys need to try sports too because i'd have been fat i guess fat lazy sitting on the couch all day so i just come home you know my favorite food mac and cheese i can make it myself get the stool come up whip it up my mom's like hey it's good now i'd be trying to put more in but yeah so it just all started in south ogden where my mom took care of us my dad waited for him to come back from hawaii from yeah. playing soccer and meet us here well so the civil unrest in liberia you were young three four five years old right yeah, around I was there five. do you have any memories of that time it was i don't know i was i was young my sister was seven and i was five and the crazy thing about that was we came on the airplane alone i guess people were supposed mm-hmm. to take care of us but no one did <laughs> so we flew on the airplane alone and it was our first time and I, of course i was crying and all that my sister's like trying to keep me calm she's seven so she can't do much but the flight attendants they like, kind of tried to help us and then until we came to new york and like met my uncle and like he took care of us the rest of the way till we came to Utah. That's how it started. Yep. Wow. Well, you were a five A uh, all stater here in uh, Utah. You had uh, other options on places to go, I know. And so, uh, what was it that brought you to BYU? Uh, just the people and the fan base, of course. Because uh, I was like one of those recruits that I struggled with school, but then coaches uh, at other colleges like had faith in me. I'm like, I can get my grades up. 
if just trust me because I struggled like getting help in high school but like college is like a whole nother level and you get help you need and I didn't have that in high school so I feel like well if you guys just have faith in me and BY is one of the programs that had faith in me though or he can we trust him on his grade so um, I decommitted like a week before signing day because I was like I don't know if BY is a place I want to go but then just like it wasn't even the coaching that brought me here back here or anything just like the people I was around because I took my official visit to San Diego State and all the other places and I just came here and like the my friend I made friends easy the people around me were cool and it wasn't like any other place and they had everything I wanted to to help me grow. So this is a place for him to come. Awesome. Kalani, because he was a Utah high schooler, and you were probably at Utah when he was still in his high school career, I'm guessing, you would have known about him, right? Oh, yeah. I knew about him, and he was young, too, because he played, and he did track. He was a great athlete, and so um, I tried to sway him <laughs> the wrong way a little bit. You remember that. I do. <laughs> it was all within the rules, of course. But um, when, he, when he, told, he told me, he's like, you know, I love BYU, and that's probably where I'm going. I, you know, I, I know exactly what he was talking about, and so um, I'm so glad that he decided to come here. <laughs> it worked out. So, yeah, it worked out. It all works out the way it's supposed to. So, so the previous staff gets him here, but then you come mm-hmm. here, and uh, Diane, when you found out that uh, Kalani was going to be uh, your new head coach, you had just finished a redshirt season. Uh, take us back to that time of transition and how you felt about uh, what you saw from Kalani when he got here. Whoa, I was like the rap. We play man defense. Like, that's what I wanted. That's why I was thinking about going to Utah, first of all, the man defense. And I knew uh, Coach Taki was a, a good D coordinator, too. And at Utah, and he helped, like, get guys into the league. And I'm like, well, I put myself in a good situation. Even though I retro, I couldn't play this year. It's, like, starting new for me. So I just tried to prove myself to the new coaching staff that came in and show them what I got. Well, you were also an offensive star. Which side of the ball did you like? Because you moved more to the defensive side when you got here, right? Yeah. Well, in high school, Coach uh, Thompson used me everywhere. I was I was a kicker at one point <laughs> just because I played soccer. <laughs> and I could kick far, but I was a kicker and running back, corner. But I don't know. I like the defensive side more. And coming here, I was like, I'm for sure playing defense. And the old coaching staff, uh, they used me at corner. And they're like, you play better corner. And me, coming out of high school, I wanted to play running back. Because every kid, that's like their dream. Yeah. Running back, oh, I want to be Jamal Williams. And that was me, too. Because <laughs> I used to come on visits. And I'm like, oh, I got to be like Jamal. I'm going to come here and be running back. But it didn't work out that way. But, you know, I came here and started playing corner. And I loved it. And especially with Coach uh, Stock and new coaching staff, they put me in a good situation where I could uh, succeed, even though I wasn't like, I don't know what the new coaching staff is going to be like, but I decided to stay because people were saying, oh, you could transfer if you want, but I was like, no, I'm going to give them a chance and it ended up being good for me. So You have been able to show off your ball carrier skills off after a couple picks this yeah. year, though. <laughs> yeah. That, and you got into the end zone. <laughs> yeah, I told Reno, you can use my running back if you want. <laughs> Jamal and them didn't like that so much. Like, then we can try corner, too. <laughs> Are you still a soccer fan, by the way? Yes. Uh, who's, your, uh, who's your favorite uh, either club or country? I like Real Madrid. My dad's a Barcelona friend, fan, so he, like, he don't like it when we... You guys have some issues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah. have issues. So he's like, no, you can't like them. Cristiano Ronaldo, he's a rude guy. I'm like, what do you mean by rude? <laughs> so he's a Cristiano guy. We have that on record. All right. Yeah. And dad's a messy guy, apparently. Yeah, he so, really is. He all right. messy. Argentina's playing Brazil tonight, by the way, in a World Cup qualifier. And Brazil's all over Argentina 3-0 at, uh, early in the second half, last I checked. So anyway. Uh, favorite country okay. for soccer? Or is it just USA all the way? Or what are you... I try to support US, but I don't know. My dad's like, they have bad ball playing skills. I'm like, what do you mean? I, I just, watched the, just watched the game, but I like Brazil. <laughs> 
Brazil's good. That's my team. All right. I, I, I'm, I'm with Diane on that one. I served down there, so I'm kind of that's my, my, my second country when it comes to soccer. All right. We'll take a break. We'll come back. This is Diane Lake. This is BYU football with Kalani Satake on the new skin Cougar IMG. This is BYU football with Kalani Satake on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network. It's time for a touchdown! Once again, here's Greg Rubel. Taysom claps the hands, receives the snap. Taysom in the pocket, a pump, a step up, a takeoff, a shake off, and into the end zone! Taysom Hill for the score, and the Cougars go up 9-3 with the PAT pending here in the final minute of half number one. That was Saturday in Cincinnati. Welcome back to BYU Football with Kalani Satake here at LaBelle Edwards Stadium on the New Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network, KSL News Radio, BYU Football Facebook Live. We are live on camera right now. Fans, come experience 100% pure, authentic Hawaiian food at Big Island Sam's, located at 133 South State Street in Linden. Welcome back to the program. Mark, yes? Yeah, what a great call. I, I loved that call. <laughs> Thank you. With a takeoff and a shakeoff. Yeah, that was... That's I what mean, it that's, was, though. Yeah, he took off and he shook a dude off and he was in the end zone just like that. Yeah. Diane, when you watch Taysom Hill uh, from your uh, position on the defensive sideline there, are you sometimes amazed by what that guy does? Oh, yeah. I'm like, how do, you, how do they tackle him? Because like, I go up to him in practice and just look at him like, <laughs> bro, you're a linebacker. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of tackling, uh, you are an excellent tackler. Uh, talk about uh, his tackling skills, Coach. Well, most of it is desire and want to, and, and um Diane's not afraid to, to, you know, to get dirty and hit somebody. And um, it, it seems like all the uh, all the DBs are campaigning to um, to play a more offense. And so the only way they can do it is to intercept the ball and <laughs> and then uh, show us how physical they can be by uh, by Running tackling people. And he's, I mean, he's he's got so many talents. And um, you know, love the fact that he's on our team and and the, the athleticism and the speed that he gives us and. Uh, especially at corner, it's, it's so important for us and in, in, in our scheme. But um, the, the leadership that he provides as a freshman is unbelievable. I mean, he's he's a great support, and the, and the team loves him. And so, I uh, just love having his his experiences and everything. It, it ties into what we're trying to do as a team and the culture of the team. And uh, he he has every right to be a leader on this team, even even only being here for such a short time. But. Um, just really appreciate the person that he is, and it, it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. Diane, uh, more than just a couple of guys play, of course, at corner, but uh, you and Troy Warner uh, are often working opposite each other, and you are both freshmen. You've got an extra year as a redshirt. He's a true freshman. How fun is it to work with Troy? What do you see in him just straight out of high school that you think is going to make him a great corner here at BYU, and how much fun is it to work with him as kind of a partner, if you will? It's really fun, me and Troy. I was just barely with him before I came here, but you know, playing video games, but it's fun working with <laughs> With him, like, what, we were you, what were you playing first of all? Two <laughs> K. Okay. The basketball NBA. So uh, it's fun working with him, and just we try to make each other better. Like, come when he was when he first came in, I was like, dang, Troy, D came in from Oregon, came here. I was like, hey, I gotta go with this guy and have him work on my skills and stuff. So we'd be after practice, after like spring ball, fall camp, we just me, Mike Davis, Troy, we just like go do footwork drill and like staying inside, just low drills each other and try to make each other better because. We to be honest, we don't really care who starts as long as we're making plays on the ball, and that's what like me, Troy, and all the other corners we uh, emphasize. Like in our DB room, we're all friends, no anger against each other. Or why are you starting? Why why this? Why that? It's just all fun. If someone starts, we're just like, oh, okay, that's cool, and we just try to get better, learn from each other. Because some of Troy, of course, is tall. I'm short, so it's opposites, but. 
you know, we just try to learn from each other and our mistakes, and we fix it. After uh, one of us gets beat, we come to the sideline, we're just like, hey, just short memory. So we just try to learn from each other. Austin McChesney uh, wasn't really heralded coming into this year, but there he is getting some playing time, making plays, then you lose him for the year uh, this, this, past, uh, this past weekend. What's it like when a member of the, brother, uh, the corner brotherhood, if you will, kind of goes down yeah. like that? It's just it was hard because like he's not in the DB room no more. He's like doing therapy and stuff. But uh, he's a great player, and me and him always race on kickoff and stuff. He gets there obviously faster than me because he's right on the edge. I'm like, how did you get there so fast? I was watching film when he got hurt. I was like, dang, he was right there. I'm like, but we miss him a lot at corner because that's depth to our position because we need breaks. We're just gonna cover deep balls all day, but uh, we're just gonna get better and. Pray for Heat so he can get a fast recovery and come back for next year. Last thing for me, Mark, before I give you the final word here, uh, is that uh, every defensive unit's going to lose a player uh, to graduation, a couple of guys to graduation. The, the unit changes year to year. But a lot of these guys on the D are going to be together for a while. Do you look at that? Do you look around and say, man, we, we're going to be good for not just this year but years to come? Do you think about that? Yeah, I, I look at everyone on defense, Francis, Butch, all of them. Like, these dudes are only sophomores. <laughs> and, like, we'll be good for a long time. And with uh, Coach Sataki's uh, recruiting, I see the kids he's been recruiting. I'm like, these are dudes and playmakers, and we're like excited for the future, to be honest. Last year, you were a red shirt, and you played on the scout team. Tell me some of the merits that you get out of being on the scout team. It was fun because uh, <laughs> it wasn't fun because I was like mad about it because I was hoping to come and play right away until like they found out about my transcript and stuff coming out of high school. But uh, it helps you get better, to be honest, because you're going against the starting receivers. And what more can you do to get better than go against the starters? Like going against Mitch, Devon, all those guys last year, uh, it helped me get better as a player myself. And uh, it wasn't like a bad redshirt. Some people think redshirting bad is bad, but for me it was just like learning. Okay, he came from Liberia. He flew across the ocean by himself. He likes mac and cheese. He likes Cristiano Ronaldo and NBA 2K. He's dying late. Diane, thanks for coming on today. Hey, All right. You. BYU football is Kalani Tatake after this on the new Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network. Break. Live from the President's Lodge at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, you're tuned to BYU Football with Kalani Satake. Here's Greg Rubel. Lee Flicker, Taysom sets up, he's got Trinaman, Trinaman's open, it is caught at the 11-yard line. Goes to ground to make the catch, but he hauls it in. A big play for the Cougars approaching halftime. Welcome back to Lavelle Edwards Stadium's President's Loge, and this is BYU Football with Kalani Satake on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network, KSL News Radio, BYU Football Facebook Live. We are brought to you as always by the Ken Garf Nissan Honda and Volkswagen dealerships on University Parkway, and in part by Kona Ice. Looking for some fun in your life? Book Kona Ice for your next event, the coolest shaved ice truck around. Visit them online, Kona-Ice.com. The way the weather is these days, yeah, shave ice wow. is actually a good idea on a day like today. My goodness, <laughs> mid-November. All right, hey, it's the last couple of segments of the show and it's time when we turn it over to our audience members here for some live Q&A for Coach Satake, intern Chase. Chase Waite has the wireless microphone with some audience members with questions for the coach. Chase, take it away. Thanks, Greg. We've got Jacob Johnson here with a question for Coach. Okay, besides the Edwards Stadium, what is your favorite stadium that you've ever coached in? That I've ever coached in? Uh, as an opponent or so anywhere that we've been? Yeah. Um, 
Gosh, that's hard. I don't, I don't know. I, I really don't look at the venues that much, but um, <laughs> I, I like the NFL ones. And so I, I would have to say um, University of Phoenix Stadium was awesome. And I, I think maybe I'm biased because we came out to a bunch of BYU fans. <laughs> So that that was it, and, and it was air conditioned, and they closed the the the, yeah, the, the, right. the, the ceiling. So that was sweet to be yeah. air conditioned in August, you know, in Arizona. That's my life. So that's perfect. In front of about thirty or forty thousand BYU fans, yeah. that was pretty good. Yeah. So that yeah, and and we had a bunch of fans that felt like at home, and you know, and they they were blasting the AC. So yeah, I'm good with that. <laughs> okay. Chase, who do you have next? <laughs> we got Spencer Somerville right here with a question. All right, Coach. So if you were a professional wrestler, what would be your entry song? <laughs> my entry song? <laughs> um, oh, my goodness. You guys, these are hard questions. Uh, I, I would have to say, um, I don't know, the, the, you know the, the, the Under Pressure by... Um, by Queen, David yeah. Hurley, that one? I like that song. I don't yeah. know. But, but it just sounds like, because my age group, it sounds like Vanilla Ice when it starts. Well, when he did Ice Ice Baby, he did sample Yeah, so that, it's so. either that or Ice Ice Baby by Vanilla Ice. <laughs> one of the two. <laughs> Or, or we can just like completely flip the script and do a Mormon t- Tabernacle Choir, <laughs> you know, one of those, uh, one of the great ones. Battle Hymn of the Republic. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. There we go. Chase. Anybody else in this segment? These are yeah. great questions. Okay. Yeah, we got one more. This was this was a question from Mike Hawk, and he asked, "How is the locker room ambience similar or different than years past?" Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I hate comparing. Um, What's you happening know. now to what used to go on, or yeah, other schools, yeah. or I mean, I mean it, it, it is. I think it's every year it's its own uh, identity, you know. And so, um, I, I think, I think to be honest with you, I think too many people give me uh, too much credit as a head coach here for what's going on and the positive things of the program because we have great young men. You, you've heard them every week here on our team. They're just great representatives of their family and of what we're asking them to do here at BYU and, and our football program. So. Um, the locker room has been fun just because of, of the type of people that are in there. and It's not really anything I'm doing as a head coach. I, I've said that before. It's just I, I'm lucky. I just feel like uh, they give me credit for stuff that I didn't even do, you know. So, um, yeah. Coach, do you I, I interact, say, huh? do you interact uh, in the locker room with the players? Yeah, I mean, but um, I, I just feel that it's important for us to keep it loose and and, uh, and then keep it fun. Um you hear the Chicago Cubs when they won the World Series. That's one thing that they mentioned, how much fun they've been having and not really focused on the outcome of the game rather than the experience and the people that you're with. And so I've, that's exactly what I try to do as a, as a player and, and, and try to do as a, as, a, as a coach now and just want them to feel loose. I, I compare it to this. It's easier to get someone that's really loose to focus. All you have to say is, hey, let's focus. And then it's done. You know, It's pretty much that quick. But on the other side, if, you, if someone's really tight and you say, Hey, loosen up. Half of the time, they're like, "Wait, I'm not loose," you know. So they get tighter, and it, it creates a, a little bit more anxiety. So uh, it, I think you play better when you're loose, and you have more fun. And, and it's like basketball, where you, if you, have you ever been in that, those days where you just can't miss a shot? No, it was well, like me no. personally, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's happened with me quite a bit in my <laughs> basketball career. <laughs> when I averaged 2.7 points a game my senior year in high school, you know, but. Um, whenever you're in those moments, it's when you're having fun and you're loose. Um, whenever you get really upset at missing a basket, um, you know, then you really don't make the next one. You know what I mean? So it's it's really hard to to enjoy and, and progress when you're not having fun. So we all played the game because it was fun. We all do stuff because it, it brought great memories, um, whether you're playing video games or whatever your hobby is, fishing, whatever it is. And 
I uh, just want to let these guys loosen up and have fun and be engaged and in interacting with the with the fans and uh, remember why they did it to begin with. What do you think of the basketball team Dave Rose has put together for this year? I love the basketball team. You know that. I, so I'm going to try to be as, as many games as I can. Obviously, we have a season to do here. and so. <laughs> but um, when I'm not doing that, I'm, I'm trying to support not just the basketball team, but our soccer team, the women's soccer team is playing um, you know, tomorrow in the, in the playoffs. And so just hoping to try to support um, all BYU athletics uh, and, and, and all the sports as much as I can. But basketball, I'm, I'm really... I lean to because I just love it, and um, they're going to be really good. I'm not trying to put pressure on Coach Rose. I'm just saying they're going to be really good, and and they're going to get a beefed-up Corbin Kafusi when he comes back, so he'll be, <laughs> be able to set up some picks. <laughs> no, I know. So I'm doing the game last night, and he's been sitting behind the bench during these exhibitions, and he was already a big boy. Mm-hmm. He's a big boy now. Yeah, and so um, you're welcome, Coach yeah. Rose. You, know, <laughs> you got him bigger, and, and so I don't know if he'll be able to run as much as he did before, but uh, he, I know he'll be able to set some good picks for uh, for, for Mika and and for Nick and, and and the boys. I mean, that that team is unbelievable, you know, and, and so uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I, I think it's a great great time to be a, a Cougar fan right now, and with uh, you know what we're doing with football, and definitely what basketball has been already done, and. Um, you know, I'm just lucky to be in this position that Coach Menhall did a great job. And before that, I thought Coach Edwards did a good job. So hopefully I don't mess it all up. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back with some more questions from you all for uh, Coach Satake. This is BYU Football with Kalani Satake from the President's Lodge at Lavelle Edwards Stadium on the New Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network. You're tuned to BYU Football with Kalani Satake. He's ready to catch it to 30. It's going to go. Now, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Ball between the hashes. Taysom under center. Squally the tailback. BYU 10-3 the lead. Second and goal inside the one. Taysom. Handoff. Squally. Squally leans and scores. Touchdown. Oh, Canada. He's in to make it 16-3 with a PAT pending. Welcome back to the President's Lowe's here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium for more BYU football with Kalani Satake. Brought to you by Ken Garf, Nissan, Honda, Volkswagen, and University Parkway. We are on the New Skin Cougar IMG Sports Network, KSL News Radio, and live on camera, BYU Football Facebook Live. Last couple of questions for Coach Kalani Satake from our audience members. Intern Chase, who do we have? Thanks, Greg. We got Rudy Carlos. Hi, Coach. The question is what's been the most rewarding or satisfying aspect of this season for you? Uh, the involvement with the fans, um, that's been the number one thing. And, and um, our players and our, and our, I mean, a fan just asked me to uh, take my hat off with this segment, so I did it, you know. So that's <laughs> whatever makes them happy. I don't know why you want to see this <laughs> this uh, even even more, but uh, I'm going to do it. And so, yeah, I just, I, I love the fans. Um, I am a fan, and so that's been the, the number one thing. And then um, having our, our players the relationship I have with them, it's, it's, it's awesome. So those are the two things, but the fans are number one. Good stuff. Last question tonight, Chase. I've got a question from Daniel Hopkins. All right, Coach. So my brother and I were watching the Cincinnati game, and uh, we kind of come up with a new NCAA rule. So if the NCAA were to change the from the coin toss to the head coaches wrestling <laughs> to see who got to have the ball first, would you – one, would you welcome that change? And number two, how do you think you would do in that? Um, Depends on the opposing well, coach, I a, guess. It's a, yeah. like the WWE entrance music, and then there's this. I don't know what you guys want me to do. Am I going to be fighting pretty soon here? <laughs> no, um, I think I'd do pretty good. 
You know, if 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 the wrestling uh, bout lasted for thirty seconds, well, <laughs> hold on, fifteen seconds, I'm pretty good. Uh, but if it was arm wrestling, we should do that. I'd I'd like to see that. Huh? So you would welcome I that I would welcome change. it. Yes, I definitely would. I, I, I kind of figured that. I don't know how many coaches you'd have at the end of the season <laughs> by the time, uh, myself included. You know, I, I'm pretty sure I'd pull something. I mean, I got hurt when I just slipped on the, on the grass walking out to the, to practice, and I just felt my, my hip give out, and I felt really old at the time, too. So <laughs> I don't know if that's going to be – I mean, it'd be entertaining for you guys. So I'll, I obviously will do whatever it takes to, to keep the fans happy, but – I take my hat off and stuff like that. <laughs> that that's kind of why we wanted that change in the in the NCAA rules. Yeah, yeah, but you're watching the Cincinnati game and you came up with that. That that was like, a, what an odd thing to come up with. You should ask questions every week. <laughs> like, ask, after watching the Boise game, what did you think? You know, I think you could take that head coach. <laughs> well, let's try to keep it peaceful with the coaches and and not asking the coaches for too much. Keep the coaches off of yeah. IR as well. All right. Uh, Last segment with the coach. Uh, last words with Kalani next here on BYU Football with Kalani Satake on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports. BYU and SUU. Closing seconds of the show. Kalani, key to the game. On oh, the line of scrimmage. I said last week, I think if we do that, uh, we'll have success. And uh, they're a physical team up front. we gotta, we got to out-physical them. And uh, I think I think we'll roll if we if we do with that offensively, and that will set up the defense. So I need to give a shout out to my sister. I forgot that she was here too. So my sister Toa. Good to have you here, yeah. folks. Thanks for being here. BYU football with Kalani Sataki. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Thank you guys. Love you guys. Thank you. You've been listening to BYU Football with Kalani Satake, presented by Ken Garf Nissan, Honda, and Volkswagen dealerships on University Parkway. Tonight's show has also been brought to you by Smith's. Low prices, market fresh at Smith's. Tune in each week for the latest on BYU Football with Coach Kalani Satake on the new skin Cougar IMG Sports Network.